with the recommendation that the City of Surrey continue its transition to the Surrey Police Service. I think we need to be engaging with our residents, and that's something that's been lacking right from the get-go. I've been calling for a referendum for quite some time. In fact, I think going back to about 2018. Well, I think we've gone past the point of no return in, in Surrey, and it was very clear in the, the minister's uh, statement this morning that he was looking at the wider uh, policing concerns of the province. All right, just some of the voices we've been hearing about the announcement about policing in Surrey. Joining the show now is Jack Hundial, a former Surrey City Councillor, also a former RCMP officer. Jack Hundial, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Joe. I'm curious your reaction to the announcement made earlier today with Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth saying that the decision is going back to Surrey, but a strong recommendation to continue going forward with the Surrey Police Service. Well, I think his position on this from the onset um, has been uh, less than lacking. Uh, when they originally received the original 189 report, uh, four years ago, issues of staffing, HR, costing were all discussed and highlighted by then Councillor Locke and myself. Uh, and now it seems ironic that four years later, he's honing back on that as, as a reason uh, for his recommendation, when in reality, um, that information should have been provided up front um, to him, uh, his office, uh, and not whittled through by uh, Mr. Opal at the time and hastily put, in, uh, put into action here. So uh, ultimately, uh, the goal is Surrey deserves the best police service it can get. Uh, and I think the decision by Councillor, um, sorry, Mayor Locke and those on council to move forward with keeping the RCMP will be the best decision for that. Uh, what about the issue of, of funding as well? And a couple of things that really stick mm -hmm. out in the announcement mm -hmm. today is uh, Mike Farron was saying this is an issue of public safety and that's part of the recommendation to go with the Surrey Police Service and also mm -hmm. now offering up funding to help with the increased costs. Well, it certainly shows a bias where on one hand you'd offer um, financial aid in, in one perspective and not the other for one agency. So I think it is a, certainly a biased statement on, on his part for that. And one of the other critical pieces about the public safety, we talk about vacancies in here. So we know in E-Division, there's about 6,000 RCMP members, roughly. Um, and at any time, um, there's about 1,500. Um, it says he talks about the vacancy. Well, what that 1,500 actually means is those people that are on maternity leave, injuries, or otherwise off work, when the actual vacancy is actually 460 uh, positions. And certainly those challenges will be the same with SPS, will be with any police force uh, in the province. Uh, one of the recommendations, though, uh, that's in this announcement that uh, saying that if the city of Surrey, if Mayor Locke chooses to continue with the RCMP, there are conditions that must be met. And I know she came out earlier today saying that she'd already had those discussions and they could be met. Mm -hmm. One of them, though, is to make sure to not be taking RCMP officers from other forces and, and to, mm -hmm. to do that. How, how is it possible to fill vacancies or to do that and not potentially take from other forces? Well, I think the answer lies in the fact that SPS has, uh, you know, 300 members, and that was the same discussion that happened, um, um, you know, four years ago. So there are ways to achieve that. Uh, the RCMP does have lateral entry programs, um, and I believe, you know, the vast majority of SPS members will be invited um, to join. Um, you know, the recruiting has changed over four years across all police forces. So I think it's a little high and dry for Mr. Farnworth to be saying that, uh, you know what, uh, we're going to put these extra stringent conditions on the RCMP, but not other forces. 
Um, so I think he really needs to reevaluate that statement. Um, and uh, from what I understand from the RCMP, uh, they will be able to meet those staffing, uh, staffing goals. Do you think that this is serving the the people of Surrey? And I know you come at this from uh, the position of being a former city councillor, but also a former Mm -hmm. RCMP officer. I mean, we, I think a lot of people, maybe it was very naive of us to think that there was going to be some clarity on this today, or at least there was going to be an actual decision made one way or the other, whether you agreed with it or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having this uncertainty still in place, is this serving the people of Surrey? Uh, no, it hasn't, and and this is where I, I put the, the the blame squarely on the on the MLAs in Surrey for not advocating for Surrey residents from the onset. Uh, look, we know that uh, public safety is a challenge in every community, not just in Surrey, in the Lower Mainland, certainly across the province, and I'd say even across the country, with what we're seeing in the uptake of violence. But um, you know, to sort of throw that out there as well, public safety, public safety, yeah, public safety um, is all encompassing. It doesn't start and end with the police doesn't matter what organization it is. Um, it involves the courts. It involves uh, the, the after-prosecution. So all those pieces do make an important um, overall decision for this. Uh, but I do think it's a very disingenuous for Mr. Farnworth. And what, what was kind of missing in his statement, um, which no one has really brought up yet, is that ultimately, legally, the city of Surrey uh, has a law on its side to decide to self-determine which path it goes to. And I think that's a big missing piece. And I think he didn't want to talk about that today. Do you think that the factors that uh, have come into play while this has been going on, though, as well, questions about the RCMP, the report on the Nova Scotia shooting and uh, shootings and and issues, uh, the things that went very, very wrong in that sense, that, that that's being used as one of the arguments as to why a local civic force would be better. Uh, have things changed at all in that that's the argument for a, a local-based forest rather than a national-based forest? Well, I think it's it's very disingenuous, again, for Minister Farnworth and his government to be using the tragedies that came out of other parts of the country uh, uh, as a basis for some rationale around this. You know, the government in Nova Scotia, including in Alberta, recently said we're staying with the RCMP. Um, so they can't all be wrong um, in making those decisions. Uh, I think uh, staffing uh, for any police agency is a challenge, not just the RCMP. Uh, that's throughout North America wide. The culture has changed around policing. The public's expectations around policing has changed as well. So, I mean, he can certainly use that as some of his rationale, but I find it very hollow. All right. Jack Hundile, thank you so much for your time and for coming on the show today. Appreciate it. Thank you very much.